Welcome to another episode of the Mechanomics Experience Podcast. I am your gracious host, Amekahima, a.k.a. King Mech, a.k.a. Mechanomics. On today's episode, I really want to uh, discuss a few things. I want to actually discuss my origin story. For a lot of people that are listening, they probably have not a complete understanding of my background and who I, who I am, where I come from, and things of that nature. I also want to talk about the, the origin of the Mechanomics brand. Because obviously, if you are listening to this podcast, or you follow me on social medias, or follow me on anything, you know I brand Mechanomics. Mechanomics everywhere. I'm always talking about it. I'm always posting about it. So I want to go into the origin story of where that originated, and why why it's so important to me. Why I brand it, and where I want to take it. Okay. I also want to get into some um, investment plays I've been looking at, you know, because without economics, obviously, um, economics is involved in it, which I, <clears throat> excuse me, which I obviously dive deeper into that. And I want to talk about some other niches, some things I've learned on my entrepreneurship journey, where I'm at in my journey and things of that nature. Because <clears throat> I, don't, I don't ever want to be the dude that try to sound like he is the big guru. Because if I, when I'm the big guru, when I'm actually on that level, whenever you feel me, whenever I work to that level and get there, You'll know. I ain't got to just talk about it, but I'm not on that level, you feel me? And I'm documenting my journey comfortably, and that's where it is. But let's get it started. Okay. The mechanomics. Mechanomics, okay. So before there was any entrepreneurship thing, before there was any brand, before there was anything, I was a ball is life dude, you feel me? I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio, you feel me? I'm, I grew up in the hood, you feel me? I'm really, like, really good for that environment. I know everybody trench man, everybody's a trench baby nowadays, but I really grew up on the hood. I grew up on Lakeshore, on the CJ's and Lakeshore off Grover, you feel me? And everything I knew growing up was basketball. Basketball, basketball. Like, a lot of inner-city kids, all they know is basketball. Like, all they know is fucking hoop or rap. Like, that shit is a stereotype, but that shit is true. Like, that shit is true, you feel me? So... So, so, uh, let's take it all the way back. Let's take it all the way back. In, uh, 20s, okay, in 20, okay, my high school, my senior year of high school was 2013, right? Boom. And I, I worked my way up to get, get become one of the best players in the city of basketball. I went to John Hay High School. And, and to become one of the best players in the city, you feel me? And I was looking to like, like you know, if you're a hooper at that time, if you're a hooper now, you know, the rule you want to get to is you got to play D1. 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 So me at high school, I'm like, I got to play D1. You feel me? When I graduated, I had no deal. I had no offer in general. I had no looks. And I had a good season. I was all city at a highlight tape. I'm feeling myself. I'm like, man, I'm, I can hoop on a collegiate level. I'm telling myself. But I had no offers, no offers whatsoever. Boom. So, boom. So. Now after that, after that, uh, after I had no offers, I was just miserable because I planned on going to a prep school out of high school, right? I wanted to because I had nothing, but I got in contact with a pre- I got in contact with a dude named Jeff Newberry who went to a prep school, like I think it was Matt Prep School. Jeff Newberry went to Oklahoma State, and I got in contact with him because I wanted to go to the same prep school he went to, and he hooked it up. He talked to the coach, but I need I got a partial scholarship to that prep school about my highlight tape and my recruiting and whatnot, but. I only got a partial scholarship, and I didn't have the money to go to that prep school. And I was doing everything in my power to try to go. I just, I didn't have the bread. I can, I had no, no nothing. My aunties in the mess with me. My mom and I had the money. Unfortunately, like I was really, I really grew up broke. So, like I had nothing to go to the prep school. Boom. So then, uh, so then after I can go to the prep school, but I was depressed. I literally 
was fucking depressed, bro. I was like, I, I ain't no no bullshit. I slept. I stayed in my room for like six months straight. Like I literally just stayed in my room, like no bullshit. I just was in my room on Twitter, not tweeting, not posting on Instagram, just in my room, not not leaving. I stayed in my house for like six months. Like damn, like not going to play basketball. It was like the end of the world to me. It was the end of the world to me. You feel me? It was the end of the world to me. But in that time, I did a lot of self-reflection. It really was in my room for six months. I did a lot of self-reflection. And I learned a lot about myself as an 18-year-old, you know. I learned a lot about myself. Okay. Fast forward. So, boom. One of my good friends at the time, his name was Mo. He was like, Mech, come down to ETSU. Come down. He went because he was uh, supposed to go to East Tennessee. He was a recruitment there, but he wasn't playing that year. So, he's like, Mech, come down to ETSU. You could play here, bro. You can fucking play here. You can fucking play here, bro. Like, just come down here, bro. Just we'll get you situated. Just come down here. And I'm like, this is my dog. You see, when we grow up, like, if your dog say something and it's legitimate, you're like, fuck it, I'm ready to rock and roll. And I'm like, this is my dog. Fuck it, I'm ready to rock and roll. So boom, I pulled up. I went to East Tennessee. I took on my. I said, man, I'm about to go to about to go to school with the bro. I made this shit shake. You have no judgment. That I got some money. I'm out. Boom. So. That's how it happened, and that, and then when I went to East Tennessee, there I was in the gym every day. I was, I, I actually got really good at the moment, and then I was hooping with the with the players. Like I was training, training. I didn't hoop with them originally. I was hooping with the players. I was training, 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 training. Boom. Y'all probably like, how this gonna get to make numbers? <laughs> Just be patient. Listen to the whole story. Listen to the whole story, y'all. It's, it's all gonna make sense, okay? But I was hooping. I was getting nice. You feel me? I was getting nice, and boom. I was getting nice, and I started hooping with the. At first, I was hooping with the rec players, busting their ass. Then after like three, four months, I got nice and started hooping with the team. Started busting they like I was hooping with them. I'm like, damn, you really D one? Like I'm, I'm like, this gave me the confidence. Like, yeah, I can play at this level because these niggas are niggas on scholarship. These dudes hooping, I can play with these dudes. So like, fuck it, like I got hoop. You feel me? So. Long story short, you feel me? After that, my my bro, it was East Tennessee is like a low, lower major Division One scholarship. So my my dude Maurice, he was a high recruited player. He didn't want to go to East Tennessee when the semester was over. So he's like, "Shit, I'm finna go to the junior college and try to go high major, like to a Power Five school." You feel me? And I'm like, "Shit, bro, I didn't rock with you this far, bro. I'm fucking with you. I'm gonna go Drew Call. I'm gonna hoop with you too. Boom, it's 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 on go. It's like fuck it, say less. You feel me?" So that was the next move, you feel me? So, like, and then I got in contact with the coach, and he was the plug. The coach did low key hold me because he said he's gonna hold a scholarship for me. He actually didn't low key hold me. He held me like a motherfucker. He said he's gonna hold a scholarship for me when I got to school there. It was no scholarship, but it was too late at that moment, so I had to do a lot of other bullshit, which is just, that was such a fuck shit move. I would do that to a player, but he wanted Mo to come really bad. And he knew Mo was my dog, so he knew that if he told me that if Mo, he told me his guys showed me Mo, Mo was gonna sign, and that's just because we going up, we was just loyal, we loyal to each other, so he knew that. So that that's just uh some older older person preying on like teens and and trying to benefit them, but that's that's just neither here nor there. So boom, I went to the junior college Midland, right Midland College. You feel me? If you scroll down on my Instagram, you can see that. Boom, uh, then. After the, when I was supposed to play basketball there, I couldn't play the first, the first, uh, first little thing, the first little first couple of games because of my thing, my my paperwork. So when I finally got eligible 
the coach wasn't playing me at all. He's just like, I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> like, I don't I have no purpose to play you. Like, yeah, you're working hard, you're all right, but I'm not fucking with you, boom. So I'm like, damn. So then, like, then towards the end of the season, he's finally like, okay, I'm going to give you a chance. Cause I'm like, I'm working hard. I'm going. I'm balling in practice, man. Like, let me hoop, nigga. Free me. You feel me? So I finally, like, about to hoop in the game. And then I, like, I blew my ankle. I'm like, man, fuck. <laughs> man, fuck, man. And then once I blew my ankle out, like, my dog, uh, my dog, Mo, he got an offer to go to Arizona, Arizona State. So he did what he was supposed to do at the Juco. So it's that was my freshman season. So I'm looking for another chance at my sophomore season for Juco basketball. But when I when I had a meeting with that coach at that Midland school, he really wasn't fucking with me. So I'm like, yeah, I can't come back here. So then, boom, boom. I'm like, I have to make my own way. I have to figure this shit out myself. I can hoop. I know how to get in contact with these coaches. I can do what I got to do. So then I started sending my film and my email out to Juco coaches all across the country. I got in contact with this other coach called uh, Coach McGill in Oklahoma State, Trevor Jackson, and then Oklahoma and Tishomingo, Oklahoma called Murray State. And he said, yeah, I'll like your game. Come down. You can play. He's like, we had a couple of players go D1 the last couple of years. So if you can do it, then you can do it. I'm like, shit, bet. Like, I'm, I'm Cleveland, nigga. I'm real nigga, you feel me? I'll make this shit shake, for sure. Boom. And then, so I got down there. I went, that's, I went to Tishomingo, Oklahoma. So, timeline. I've lived in Johnson City, Tennessee, uh, <laughs> uh, Midland, Texas, uh, Tishomingo, Oklahoma. I've just been all over the country, you feel me? So, I'm like, I'm going to make this shit shake regardless, bro. I'm going to make this shit shake. Oh, Oh, should I recap until before I went to Tisha? Okay, I got to read. Before I even, before I went to Murray State, boom. Before I went to Murray State. <laughs> I forgot about this point. I forgot about this story. Because I because I was with my dog, Mo, and I was with, with him together. And me, it was me, Mo, and Jerk, right? My other dog, Jerk. And I'm like, shit, he was going to Arizona State. And I'm like, we've been together for this whole time. Like, we went to senior, junior, junior senior high school. We, we grew up on Lakeshore. We all grew up on Grove. And I'm like, we low-key want to stay together. So, boom. So, boom, I'm like, shit, you going to Arizona State? Man, I'm going to try to go to Mesa Community College, bro. It's all in that same thing. And Drake, like, shit, we can go to Mesa, too. Like, boom. So, what we did was, <laughs> this, and this, this is why me and Drake was always, always solid. Because I'm like, bro, I'm getting in contact with this coach uh, in Mesa. I'm about to go to Arizona. I'm going to go to just go to the state of Arizona. This is 2015. So, I'm like, I might just go to Arizona. So, I hop on a Greyhound. Me and Drake, 50, 50, I think it was 56 hours to motherfucking uh to to uh from Cleveland to Arizona on a Greyhound to go work out for this coach because we lost contact with him because when I was reached out when I was reaching out to coaches uh to go to to go to Juco after my freshman season that coach at Midland he was telling coaches not to mess with me for whatever reason I'm like well, why y'all in a few and this has nothing to do with you but he told that coach not to mess with me and I'm like okay so I'm like fuck it you don't think I'm gonna hoop bet I'm about to hop on this motherfucking greyhound and I'm gonna meet that nigga myself in, in his face and boom and it's still gonna it's still gonna lead to the mechanism I just have to give y'all the whole backstory the whole backstory you feel me and then boom, and then so I got there. I worked out for that coach at Arizona State, and like he was messing with us. He was liking my game. He was really liking Jerk. He was liking both of us. But at the time, they had no dorm, so we had to find someone to live. And it's just looking slow. They were low on scholarship money, and that's when I reached out to the Murray of Oklahoma, and that's why I took that deal because I'm like, shit, I gotta go to school. I gotta get out. I'm I'm, I'm on the road. I'm low key sleeping on the floor, like in Arizona, like. 
And I wasn't really, I didn't know how lit AZ was at the time. I'm not even, I'm not even thinking about any of that shit. I'm thinking like, I want to play basketball. That's the only thing I would care about. I want to play collegiate basketball because I want to do this shit. I want to make this shit shake. You feel me? So, boom. So, boom. I got it. I got to Murray. I got to Murray. I got to Murray. I got to Murray. Boom. So, boom. You feel me? And then after that, after I got to Murray, I had a, I had a solid sophomore season, but I was, and then y'all gonna figure out this nigga can't hoop for. <laughs> but I promise you, man. I know I don't like to. I'm not. I'm a Mister Mister Accountable. I'm big on accountable. But in these situations, man, these cultures was really fucking with me, bro. And I never really talked about this story because I always want to take accountability. And it sounds like I'm not an accountable person, but I'm telling you, this is a rare occasion of being hold. I was really holding these situations. You feel me? But. After I had a solid season at, Oklahoma, at Murray State, and I will say I could have played better. I could have played better. It was my first season to actually be on the collegiate level. I could have played better, but you feel me? I played solid enough, you feel me? And my coach, I don't, for whatever reason, he wasn't rocking with me. So towards the end of the season, I had no looks. But then I started to, I started to take my – I created my film for my, my JUCO from, Mur- from Oklahoma in Oklahoma, for Murray State. I created my film, right? Boom. Then I sent it out to all type of schools. I sent it out to all type of schools. And at the time, I was getting no responses, man. But I'm back, I'm back at Cleveland. I'm like, I got to play collegiate basketball. I got to hoop. And I know I could play D1. So I had the craziest work, workout schedule. I used to wake up at like 6 in the morning, go run the hills. Then I would go to the gym, weights, gym. And I was doing that three or four days. I was like possessed. I'm like, no matter what the fuck it takes, I'm going to play college. I'm going to do this shit, bro. I was possessed. And I, and I was just, I was developing so much, so much in my game, right? And I remember one day, bro, one day. I'm just sitting in the motherfucking, uh, I'm sitting in my sister's car. She asked me to go detail it because I didn't have a car at the time. So I used to drop my sister off at work. Boom. And I used to drop her off at work, right? And then I used to drop her off at work. And then I emailed, like, every coach that day. And I was just sleeping one time. And I left the voicemail on this coach. And then I remember he returned my call. And he was like, he's like, man, I heard your voicemail, man. You sound like a real passionate kid. Like, 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 send me some information. Send me some game film. Like, maybe we can work with you. Maybe we see what's up. And it was the coach. His name was Mike Smith from Alabama A&M. Right, boom. And I'm like, what? I'm so shook. I'm like, this nigga fucking with me. Like, this coach really fucking with me. I'm like, I'm like, but I got game film. I know you gonna fuck with me. So I sent him my high school game film and I sent him my JUCO game film. And I'm like, man. I sent it to him. He's like, man, hey, you can ball, kid. You can ball. And then I sent him the game. I know I'm not gonna like, low key bragging myself. I had like 22 on like the number two JUCO college in the country. Uh, and yeah, I sent him that game. I sent him some other game film. I sent him my high school shit. And he was really fucking with me. He like, yeah, we gonna fuck with you. So I'm, bro, I'm turnt in the whip. Dropping my sister off. I'm in there. I'm turnt. You feel me? I'm turnt. I'm so turnt. I'm so happy. I'm so excited because I was putting my heart and soul into this shit. When you put your heart and soul into something, it's like it's like you feel different when you accomplish it because you're putting your soul and heart into this shit. You feel me? So I'm like, yeah. Now I'm like, I can't wait to go work out because, like, nigga, I'm finna go hoop. <laughs> I'm about to go hoop. Like, this coach fuck with me. I made a lot. Then he sends me. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, send me your transcript so you need to know what you need to be eligible. I'm like, bet. I'm like, so he's really fuck with me because he's, he's talking about my transcript and whatnot. So I'm sending him my transcript and boom. So everything's going smooth, right? So it goes like, everything's going smooth for a little minute. Then it go like, like two, three weeks go by and me and him were in contact like every single day for a minute. Then it go like two weeks. I'm like, damn, he ain't hit me up in a while. And I called him, he didn't reply. 
I called him again right here and replied, I'm like, man, what the fuck is going on, man? What the fuck is going on? So, like, boom. So, I'm like, man, boom. What the fuck is going on, boom? So, it get to the point where our school is about to start in, like, two weeks. And, like, we ain't talked in, like, five weeks. And I'm like, coach, what's up? Like, why are you not fucking with me no more? Like, you really playing with my emotions. You really got me fucked up right now. Like, what's going on? Like, I'm animated because, bro, I done put my heart and soul into this shit. And you was just fucking with me five weeks ago. And and you know what? This is crazy. Like, this this situation made me realize, like, I would never... This is why I never mess with girls' feelings because this shit had me in my feelings for the longest. And I'm like, man, I ain't never playing with no girls' feelings after this because I, I, I don't want no putting no one through this emotional stress that I've been through because this shit is stressful. And I feel like I'm about to cry every day and i don't want to put anybody through this shit so boom so he hit me and he like man he like man i was dealing with you but man i talked to your juco coach and he said man you're not really d1 and you're not really a really player i'm like and i'm like why is this nigga even speaking on me like this coach like you didn't help me go to school you didn't help me get a scholarship you didn't help me do anything in this process and when someone has contacted you about me which would look better on your resume for whatever reason, you just not fucking with me. I'm like, you a dickhead, first of all, because it's better than your resume. And second of all, you really just a, a fuck. Are you really a piece of shit for that? Like, I'm trying to better my future. I got a school interest in me. You should vouch me, but you're not. But that's cool. So I'm like, fuck it. It's whatever. Boom. So it's whatever. You feel me? So it's whatever. I'm like, coach. I'm like, coach. With all due respect, man, I'm coming to your school and I'm playing for you, man. I'm about to see. I'm going to hop on this ground and I'll see you when school starts. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. I will be there. And he said, okay. <laughs> and that was just that. So a week later, I, I got some money to go to the ground. I'm, I'm hopping on the Greyhound thing again. I hop on a Greyhound to go to that school. For, I think it was like a 22-hour 20 Greyhound. And I'm like, man, fuck it. I'm taking all my stuff. And I'm going to the Greyhound. I'm going to the Greyhound. I'm going to the Greyhound. Like, boom. And I'm going to the school. So I pull up in the school. I met him in person. He's like, man. He was shocked. He like, man, you are a determined young man. He like, I'm happy to see it, man. You got great size, man. You probably going to do good for this program. And I'm like, damn, I might make this shit shake. So everything is rolling. Everything is rolling. Everything is going like shit. And then I'm talking to the financial lady. She's the financial gave me eligible to see if I could hoop or whatnot. She's like, uh, so did you go to a, a, a four-year before you went to JUCO? I said, yeah. Well, what? Why? She said, well, it's this rule called the 424. So to be eligible to play back at a four-year, you have to graduate from the four-year to, to you have to graduate again from the two-year to hoop at the four-year. It's called the 424 rule. So I went to a four-year. That was ETSU. And I went JUCO. And then I went back to, just going back to a four-year. So I have to graduate. Not knowing the rules, because I was eligible out of high school, I had the grades and whatnot, I didn't think that my grades mattered. I just thought I had to make a 2.5 and had, and that's all that I need. I think I didn't think anything of it. I didn't know any better. And looking back at it, I should have known that because I was so determined to play Juco. I mean, play D1. I should knew the rules of playing university. And I would say that, like, that was my fault. I, I should knew the rules. But I'm just looking at this lady when she told me that. I'm like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, I done been through this shit back and forth. Hell on back, bro. Hell on back, bro. Hell on back, bro. And I didn't like, damn, I didn't put everything on that. I really thought I'm at the finish line to go play. And she's telling me like, nah. She said, nah, you can't play. Like, you're not eligible. So I'm like, what the fuck, bro? So mind you, to get to to be at Alabama, because I wasn't a student. I wasn't a student yet. I was at a hotel. 
and I didn't have that much money yet. And I and I had a I had a gym membership at LA at LA at, at, at call what what's it called Lifetime. And then I looked at it. The Lifetime membership had took my my money for my hotel fare. So now I don't have no money. I had don't have no money. You feel me to stay at the hotel. You feel me. And I had to get my own. I had I was supposed to stay at the home and get a Greyhound to go back. So man, I had no money to stay at a hotel. And I had to wait two days at the Greyhound. So boom, I'm just waiting at the Greyhound with my luggage. I'm just there, and the dude at the hotel people kick me out like you can't stay here no more. So I'm just at the hotel. I took the cab there, and I'm just laying at the floor, and I'm like, I'm like, nah, this ain't it. <laughs> I'm like, I said, I love this basketball shit. And I really would die for this shit. And I love it with all my heart. But I'm like, nah, bruh. I cannot let no one be in control of my life like this ever again. Look at me. Like, I am in the middle of Alabama on the floor with my luggage trying to play basketball. And if I, I could barely get back home. Like, if this shit was wrong, 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 I would have to call my people to send me some money just to get back home. And they don't have no money. So what if I was just stranded out there? So I'm like, man, no, nah, fuck this shit. I got I to gotta go a different route. I got to go a different route. I have a completely different route. A completely different route. I'm like, man, I have to try something new. So that's when I got back home again. This is, what, 2016. And I was depressed again. <laughs> I was depressed. I was in my room, but... I wasn't in my room like the first like the first time when I didn't when I couldn't go to hoop I couldn't go to prep school I was right out of high school I was literally in my room I didn't leave that motherfucker for like six months this time I was in my room for like three weeks and I'm like nah let me get like I didn't draw my life I'm young I'm 21 years old bro it's 2016 I'm 21 years old bro like nah man like it's it's all hype but you deserve you deserve this shit so like. I just thought I just experimented things. And this one I got hip to a lot of like other black entrepreneurs, whatnot, like like Dr. Boyce Watkins, Tariq Nashi. I even got hip to David Banner. And I just got hip to media and I'm like, hmm, I look he like this media personality shit. Like, like if I'm not gonna play basketball, I could fuck with this shit. Like I can be passionate about that. And back then I actually had a, a I started some uh some some a podcasting a couple episodes back then i just think about it if i stick with it they'll imagine i'll be right now but you know it doesn't matter imagine i'm gonna be in six years so it doesn't really matter but i always think about that but i stopped it because i'm like shit i want to go play basketball again <laughs> the basketball itch was still there it was still there so i'm like man fuck this i want to go Ooh. so a year passed I'm, I'm trying to get into school i'm trying to get into school Again, I'm trying to get into school, so that that process came through. But I I learned some valuable things about this, about some uh some entrepreneurship, like where I would go to this basketball thing didn't work. So I have a I have a better foundation in case the hoops didn't work. But I'm like I have to get another chance. So it's 2017, right? I know I, I said I was I, I I said I wasn't gonna do it, but I did it anyway. <laughs> so 2017 came, so yeah, 2017, and then I was supposed to go to Cal State LA. I got in contact with a dude named Coach Taylor. He was gonna put me on a basketball team and he was gonna help me get an offer a scholarship from la uh, a school in uh in california and it was like it was good as, he's like he's so connected bro you got you got enough film enough thing he's so connected that all you gotta do is send him the money and he gonna do it and that's what, that's what all my homies are telling me and and that's what it was and that's what it was i'm like fuck it i'm gonna just take that shit like, i tried it and he did not come through <laughs> he didn't come through and at that point and when he didn't come through I'm like, fuck all this shit. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. So, but I didn't want to be in Cleveland anymore, you know? I did not want to be in Cleveland anymore because it was just, it was depressing, you know? 
it was depressing. So it was depressing. I'm like, man, I gotta get out of here. So my other homie jerk, he was he went to eastern New Mexico. He like, bro, like just come to New Mexico. Get out of Cleveland, bro. Like that's a bad environment, but you might start there's too much shit that can go wrong. Just come out here, bro, and we'll make some shit. Maybe you can hoop, maybe not, but just come out here, bro. Give yourself some freedom. So that's what I did. And I got out of there. And that when I was out there, you feel me? I stayed out there for a little minute. But the thing is, when I was out there, Jerk, he didn't want to be there no more. Because Jerk was like, I'm high major. He was supposed to go high major D1. And he didn't want to go there no more. So he bounced. He bounced like a motherfucker, right? He bounced like a motherfucker. So I'm in there. But when he bounced, this this is where the entrepreneurship comes in. He bounced. He ran to these people that were in this, this network marketing company called IML. You feel me? And at the time, when Drake used to tell me anything, because at that time, Drake had it. He was so good at predicting shit. You feel me? When he told me that shit, I'm like, shit, what's up with that shit? Like, I'm trying to get some, I'm just getting entrepreneurship. So he told me about that shit. And I'm like, I was in New Mexico still, because I was still paying bills, trying to get up on card and shit. I'm stacking my money up a little bit. So, but I'm like, shit, I'm about to come to AZ with y'all. Fuck it. You feel me? <laughs> I'm about to come to AZ. And I got in contact with a coach out there. So I'm like, I can, I can play out there. But it wasn't really wasn't really no basketball shit for real. But it was just something to put my head down and just get me started. And I was in Surprise, Arizona. But I was really going out there for some entrepreneurship. You feel me? And then I'm like, hmm, I fuck with this entrepreneurship. Like, I can try this IML shit. I can try this network marketing shit. I can try this Forex trading shit. Like, I'm just getting introduced to it. But let me learn about it. And that's when I like I made the first jump into truly being an entrepreneur. Like, okay, let me try that. And that is that was that jump started in like the beginning of 2018. That's when I signed up. You feel me? That's when I had. That's why I signed. Up. I was still in New Mexico 2018. That's why I signed up for IML, and that's why I, I was ready to go. But I, in the first couple of months in there, I signed up, but I wasn't taking that shit serious until like I was. I got a chance to really go to, then I could go to Arizona because I got in contact with the coach to play and I got it situated because I wasn't going to go there if I didn't have no living conditions. You feel me? I wasn't going to go to Arizona. So, boom. I finally got a chance to move out to Arizona. About not to fi- I finally got a chance to move to Arizona, but I wasn't officially stationed out there. I just moved out there temporarily. But I got out there. I'm like, okay, I can fuck with this entrepreneurship. I can fuck with this Arizona living shit. I'm a surprise AZ, but then I can. I can fuck with this shit you feel me and then the the what made me really get the uh entrepreneurship is because me and my homies thing was talking and i'm like we was talking and this one day we was like i don't know you know how we have random conversations right and then boom we were just talking and we were like but can we name five dudes in our in our like our inner circle that's over 30 that not named coach, that not celebrities that we can name that are successful. And we were stumped. Like, we could not do that shit. So, we could not do that shit at all. So, I'm like, hmm, I got to be an example with this thing. You feel me? I got to be an example with this entrepreneurship shit thing. Like, even if I want to do the entertainment shit things, I have to have an entrepreneur model to build it under where I can teach other people, show people there's other ways to make money, and I can do that. You feel me? So, that's where that brand started. And then one day I'm like, hmm, I'm like, shit. I just, I made a post on a gram and I'm like, it's a study of economics. I'm like, ooh, that shit is hard. <laughs> that shit is hard as fuck. I'm like, economics, like, that's economics, but with mech in front of you, like, that shit hard, though. Like, so I'm like, yeah, I like, I like that. So I, I stuck with that and I started like, yeah, economics, this, economics, that. And then 
like I was in the IML thing, but I, I just it wasn't my vibe. Like I still I still want to become a trader. And I still trade to this day, honestly. I still trade to this day. And I'm I'm waiting, I'm on this G GBP USD period to this day. But I haven't had the 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 success that I've wanted. I'm not gonna lie about it. I haven't had the success that I wanted and the consistency. Like, I've had good days, had big days, but not haven't been consistent of it to be like I'm the trader to be teaching people. So I'm just documenting the journey right now. So so then when so that's what it is. So I'm like Boom. So, okay. So, my timeline, the economics thing, 2018. Boom, 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 boom. So, okay. So, let's think about it. You feel me? And then, okay. So, I started the economics brand. Boom, boom, boom. And then I'm like, what can I do? But then I'm like, I don't even, I like the name. You feel me? But I'm not, I'm not in the marketing no more, but I want to build my brand. What can I do to build my brand? So, this is where I'm at right now with everything. So, I'm like, so I just started listening to this podcast. And this is when I got first hip to me and mindset podcast. And then I, it was like episode two branding, you feel me? And then it said, he, it, it, Xavier said, he was like, he was like, he was like, if you, in 2020, 20, if 2020, you might not be anything, but if 2030, you will be completely useless without, without a brand. And that's essentially what it's saying. So I'm like, yeah, let me take this brand shit to another level. So I'm like, how the fuck can I brand myself? I don't really have no skills like to teach people. I'm not really, I don't really have no, I'm a hooper nigga. Like I'm, 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 I'm charismatic and I got a personality, but I have no skills. You feel me? I have no pure skills. So I'm like, shit, let me just hop on the gram and just start talking to people and asking people questions. Boom. So then I'm just like, I just start asking people questions. Uh, and I'm sorry if I'm rambling. I hope y'all hope y'all still with me. I know I might be all over the place, but I think I'm doing pretty good at the timeline. But but back to fuck it, back to it. You feel me? This is podcast. This is why y'all listening. You feel me? But uh, so I, I started asking the gram questions. Right, boom! I started asking the gram questions, and then I started getting responses from people, and people were like really engaged in my Q and As on the gram. Like they was really engaged. And I remember one time I asked this question about this dress, and she got, and they got like, and I had 3,000 followers at the time, and they got like 800 views, and it got like like 100 questions on one side and like 113 on the other. I'm like, damn, motherfuckers is really into this shit. Like, niggas is tuned in to Mac. <laughs> so I'm like, shit, like, they really follow, like, let me brand this shit some more. Like, so I turned out, I started calling that shit Mac Mondays. I'm like, shit, we back with Mac Mondays. We got some questions, some Q&As and shit. And motherfuckers like, yeah, it's Mac Monday. And motherfuckers like, niggas say like, I love Mac Mondays. I'm like, damn, they fucking with the kids. So I'm like, boom. So I'm like, okay, boom. So boom. I started asking, so I started asking questions. I'm like, man, how can I take, and after that, I'm like, okay, it's starting to get repetitive. How can I take this shit to another level? So I'm like, let me start, at, let me start asking people shit in real life. I'm, I said that shit. So I made this one little thing. I remember, my, I remember the episode, my dude, the day my uh, dude Jerk was just recording, he was like, it was like, I'm like, shit, let me start a podcast. What can I call it? And I'm just thinking that, and this is real life, but I'm like, shit, let me call that shit Mechanism Podcast, you feel me? And I was like, Mechanism Podcast. I started interview. I'm like, I'm like, cool. That's I'm I'm asking a question. That's one thing, but I'm like, let me, let me ask, let me the questions I'm asking now. Let me not just ask people. Let me not, not just ask interview people. Let me act off the questions with somebody. So I'm like, shit, I will find the questions on Twitter. So I was real cool with this girl named Maya at the time, right? 
And I'm like, what's up, Maya? Like, you know anybody that would act these questions out with me? And she gave me, she was solid. She always been solid with me, she feel me? So she was like, she gave me two girls, like, might, like, maybe down with them. I DM'd them, one didn't respond, one said, one was just, one was like, nigga, you ain't, you ain't big enough for me to do this shit, nigga. That's, a, that's essentially, she didn't say that, but that's what she said, you feel me? So I'm like, nah, no, nothing personal, nothing personal, but... You feel me? But I I knew what it was. So I'm like, shit, what's up? I'm like, Maya, you want to ask these questions? Oh, she's like, shit, yeah, fuck it. I'm like, oh, you real? Ask them, like, I really fuck with you because, like, there's some solid shit. And then we just, one thing, we, one day we did with a camera. It was cool. You feel me? And then one day we did it with our phone. And it was her idea. She's like, she just put the phone up and she just started recording us. And we just started acting that shit out. And I post that shit on the grime. And niggas like, oh, y'all. Like, and it shit started going crazy. I'm like, damn, motherfuckers is with us like damn so we just started do that shit back to back and i started interviewing people i started interviewing people and that shit just started giving me a little buzz but i'm like hmm oh and in that process in that process i made a t-shirt with the label mechanomics huh? so i'm like yeah i'm really gonna brand this mechanomics shit you feel me and that was the that was the foundation of it and now now like now nah, i didn't after that that was a couple years ago and i had the skits and all that shit on the gram interviews on the gram and all that shit but now I've, 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 I, over the time of me doing this, I was one. I was like always shifting to see what I really want to get out of it. And when I found what I've, I've learned about myself is, like, I really do like being an entertainer. You feel me? And I like entrepreneurship, and that's what the whole economics brand is all about. It's, it's like it's the brand that connects the hustlers and the creative. It's the brand that connects the entertainers and the entrepreneurship. Because in all, and I really was really want to do both because I realized in the black community, even though we are getting more aware to the economic landscape and the entrepreneurial landscape, in the black community, when just life in general, but in the black community specifically, we love our entertainers. You feel me? We love our entertainers. We love our artists. We love our entertainers. So I'm like. If I can come back, combine being a great entertainer, but having an economic model with it, like, I think that would be dope and that would impact a lot of people, but I just have to do it. And I feel like that's where the economic, that's where economic has grown. And now I'm just trying to take every level of entertainment to the next level. Now I'm starting a YouTube channel and, and I'm starting to do, like, I'm going to bring back the comedy skits on the gram. I'm starting to do more shit on TikTok, you feel me? And on, on, on Instagram, bringing all that shit back as well as I'm really like diving in. Like I'm really a novice in this real estate shit, but I'm, I just got done. You feel me? I'm really working on my cold calling skills and marketing. And I'm just want to build my skills as a real estate entrepreneur, as a day trader and as an investor, gradually grow that and as an entertainer, you feel me? And give that back, and that would be the whole economic model. If eventually I want to just take it to where I want to have a maybe a enter like a like a economics network on some maybe even like a wallet now show in Phoenix, Arizona, from wherever city I may live in, you feel me? Or and maybe even like if I start going to the music route, maybe make music, you feel me? Because I'm passionate. I always love hip hop. You feel me? I just never really dive into it but if i, if I want to pass passionate about it, i'm gonna dive into it, you know but that's what i want the economics brand to grow into you feel me to be a great entertainment model but also be a great entrepreneurship model you feel me so that's the origin story of the economics i know that was long winning that was, that's where that was that's the origin story of that but that i hope y'all like that you feel me and that's where it's coming from and i feel like i've grown and i and i one thing about this entrepreneurship thing I've grown so much in this, and that's in this entrepreneurship landscape. And that's one thing that people don't talk about as much as they need to in entrepreneurship. Like this, any, it's a journey. It's a financial, spiritual journey, you know, and you learn so much about yourself because as an entrepreneur, 
everything is on you. If I don't work hard, I don't eat. You feel me? So I have to be disciplined. I have to be spiritually uh, intact. I have to be mentally focused. I can't let too many things phase me because if my emotions are all out the place, I can't focus and I can't be where I want to be on the daily grind, you know? So it's really, it's really, it's a grind, but I feel like, I feel like it is, it is what it is. You feel me? It's, it's what it is. It's who you, if you are an entrepreneur, it's who you are and the growth process. And even though I have bad days and I have like rough days in this shit, like I know this is me and I know like I grow every day and I learn so much about myself to the point where like, I love the journey I'm taking, like how, no matter how what it takes, like I know I'm gonna get there. I know I'm gonna get there. And like, I know when I'm, as I grow and more people just notice me, and how I just do this economic shit and this economic shit and I just entertainment shit that motherfuckers gonna just start getting hit to me and they gonna start peeping and I'm gonna continue to grow and grow and grow and shit. You feel me? But another thing I like to say is this is like after I say that I want just another thing. Entrepreneurship doesn't have to necessarily be for everybody. You know, it's for me, but I I, I see like the, the people not entrepreneurs bash like people working jobs and whatnot and i feel like that's definitely just like a it's like a selling point to most people like like if you have the skills to get a good job that can pay you and you can be an investor creating a business is not easy <laughs> creating a, having a product or service is not easy you know it's not easy it's not and it may not be for you so if you can get a good job like a good tech job you know, it's this girl, it's this girl on Instagram, on Twitter. Her name is like Jura Soul Mary, Mary the Goat on this tech shit. Like she is dope as hell on tech. You feel me? I follow her. I see her receipts. Like she's always helping people on tech. I believe she, like everybody that goes to her program, her little scrub program gets like entry position, like, like seventy to $80,000. You feel me? Now it work. It takes work. Everything's going to take work, but an entry position, invest a couple thousand dollars, tap in with her. And you can get a tech job and you can use that to invest. You feel me? It's also things called independent adjusting. You feel me? It's dude named Steven Sorcy on Twitter. He's bigger independent adjusting. Like, you can tap in with him. You got uh, home inspection. People getting guap home inspection. You got House Hunters 216. That's Drake Onita on, on motherfucking Twitter. She's doing a motherfucking uh, house hunter thing. So it's a lot of niches you can really, the financial service, you can be a sales and market. You can be in financial service. You can become a salesman in like a big job paying you to get your money right to become, uh, to become, what am I looking for? To become a sell, to become a, a, a salesman in that type of niche, in that type of lane. You feel me? But it's a lot of jobs, a lot of things to look into all the way for that to work for you where you don't have to be entrepreneur but you can still get that money you can invest in other things and just learn about all that good stuff you feel me so it really just depends on the route you want to take but you feel me entrepreneurship isn't for anybody but it's for me you feel me and i love this journey and i love this brand i feel like i want to take this brand to unbelievable heights and i know that this in this next decade in this next decade like i'm gonna do that like by 2030 like motherfuckers gonna know like this mechanomics brand is like the shit <laughs> like they're like this mechanomics shit is hard what no hopefully i create the apps for for the entrepreneurship side and the network and the, and the label for the entertainment side and just keep creating this content day in and day out and just give people the best of me you feel me all this content i create i'm giving y'all the best of me you feel me so that's just you know that's just on that but you know but 
I do genuinely appreciate everybody for listening. I'm going to wrap this, include this episode, man. Just gave you a little update, a little breakdown of the Mechanomics, uh, Mechanomics brand, where it started the origin, how I was ballers life before any of this, and how, you feel me, how I got everything started and where I want to go. And the and I'm still I'm still very early in my process as an entrepreneur. I haven't done crazy deals. I haven't. I'm still very learning. I'm still I'm, I still take losses very often. I'm still growing. You feel me? But it's a process, and I know where I'm going to go, and I know where I got the work I got to do. And I and I love putting the work there, and I do it. So I know it's only a matter of time. So you feel me? I just want to share that the journey. You feel me? And just to give everybody that's listening a little insight of my brand and how maybe they can take something from this journey of being determined or being able to switch lanes, take some value from this episode and incorporate it into their real, into their everyday life. And hopefully I, I, somewhere out of these 40 some minutes that that was on this episode that you got that. So man, I do appreciate y'all for listening, but it's, and it's the economics where I ain't come to play. It's going to don't stop. And I'm going, and it's going, when I say it's going, that's a Cleveland coat. You feel me? It's going, you feel me? That's a Cleveland coat. And it's going and it don't stop. I low key when I say it's going and it don't stop and it don't stop. That's uh that's some shit I added. I added to my I added myself and it's kind of like it was inspired by Nipsey Hustle. You feel me? Like it's the marathon. You feel me? So I took that. It's going and it don't stop. Like because this shit don't stop. It's going and it don't stop. And then I'm going and I'm going. I said I used to that when I was like 15 years old. And I'm going. I said that. So I just took that rebranded that brother back. You feel me? So. It's gone. It don't stop. And I'm gone. It's the McDonald's. I ain't going to play. Hope love y'all for listening, man. Y'all have a great day. And I'm gone. <laughs> Once again, man, thank y'all for listening. I appreciate y'all. And thank y'all for tuning in. And next week, I should have a, a special guest. Uh, the lovely Love Francis will be on the episode next week. We'll talk about her journey in real estate investing and She's just a dope person all around, so I'm excited for the episode, man. I just can't wait to hear that. But once again, thank y'all for listening, and I'm gone.